0: Okay, hello. What's up? I'm here with Abby and Trey. We're gonna have a great conversation of three strands: why it's important to have a biblical community. Could we call ourselves three strands? Ecclesiastes 4:12. But why is that important? So let's just kick it off right now. Throw the question on the floor. What Throw is, the question on the floor. There we go. What does a biblical community look like? What do you guys think? What does a biblical community look like? What's the difference between like just a friend group and community and a biblical community? That's was a good question, Josh.
1: I think it is a community where the outcome is fruitful, the outpour is fruitful, and the outpour is like Christ, basically. Because you could be in like a worldly community and the outpour is in Christ.
0: Okay. There we go. Drop the mic. I like it. So now how do we, if a <laughs> biblical community is the outward of Christ, right, they're, they're giving fruit of that. So friend group, word worship and prayer, but there's fruit coming from that. So how do we make that happen in our lives? What did you just say? How do we how do we take that biblical community definition and then make it happen in our life to where we now have a biblical community and it's not just friend groups of my guys and girls, but I have a biblical community. Uh,
2: live in the eyes of God. Um, accept that. Um, you know,
0: I mean, having a biblical
2: biblical community is really just like surrounding yourself with believers. Um, you know, reading the word, investing your time, building that relationship with God and uh, accepting what comes with that and holding yourself accountable for like your sins and stuff like that. And also continuously praying, you know, it's all about building that relationship with God. And that's really what it comes down to. I feel like that's really where you measure yourself. at.
0: OK. You got anything to add? Question. What is how do we take a biblical? How do we make it happen? How do we make a biblical community happen in our life?
1: I think first and foremost you got to pursue Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then also I think you have to be intentional about it. Yeah. Cuz if you just sit on the sidelines, it's not going to come to you magically. Like those people aren't going to I mean, if you're pursuing Christ, I feel like your your life will align to God's will. Mm-hmm. But I do think you need to keep an open mind and have the actions behind to build that community because relationships are built with time.
0: Like, yeah, You can't sit on the sidelines. You got to go out and make it happen. Yeah.
1: How do you maintain that? Persistence. Biblical, yes. that persistence. Mm. How do you maintain biblical relationships and not let them flutter
0: away? How do you maintain biblical relationships and not let them flutter away? You do and it by being consistent.
1: And, and that in that persistence.
0: Yeah, it's by being consistent and always showing up. You may show up and not have the right thing to say. You may show up and it just be a dead hangout. But it's the fact that you are showing up. So over time, building up that consistency will build trust within each other. But now, so do you think that biblical community, can you mix guys and girls within that biblical community? 100%. But for it to be for it to be a strong core, like, hey, these are my three, these are my four people that I can be vulnerable with, I can share stuff about, I know they're not going to shame me, but hold me accountable. Should guys and girls be mixed into that? Or should you have your set? Like, I got my guys and you got your girls? Or should they be, do you think it's healthy for it to be intertwined?
2: It has to be intertwined because just – Based off your gender doesn't mean that you didn't live through a specific, you know, life event. Like I was abused as a kid, and so if I talk to another who was abused and she's a female, she's not going to look at me because I'm a man different that I'm going to understand her perspective different because I went through that. So, me, it could be situational depending on the topic we're talking about. But I feel like in most regards, you should never separate yourself based off gender because then you're kind of separating yourself between possible people that could help you heal your trauma so if you kind of distance yourself and separate yourself like hey you know what you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not going to tackle this you feel me i'm just going to isolate you know you're never going to accomplish anything with that you feel me you got to have that community on your back Mm -hmm.
0: so then where draws the line between because you have your normal community hangouts right guys and girls were hanging out eating food sharing a little bit may not go into in depth but sharing maybe a little bit about your life so where draws that line say hey now this is getting a little too deep i need a group of just guys or i need a group of just girls what do you think abby
1: where the line is drawn? where's
0: that yeah where's that line say hey now this is something i should just be sharing with just my girls or just my guys
1: i think personal stuff personal struggles and i don't know because i mean you can hang out and do life with all your people but your core people that you are pouring into and, and you're edifying each other and like really like being with each other they got to be the same gender just because Mm -hmm. with certain temptations you're confessing or just general life things i i don't think spiritually it's healthy to like intermingle Mm -hmm. that
0: depending on what that line is and it's hard because there's not like a set concrete like hey this is a yes this is a no this is guys this is girls exactly
1: i mean there's certain things that it depends on the person because you could really grow and learn and heal with each other a
2: lot of factors that go into
1: it yeah
0: yep that's good that's good so now if we know what a biblical community looks like we know how to make it happen and we know kind of where that line somewhat is in the sand of hey this is what i should share with my guys this is what i should share with my girls and also why it's healthy to intertwine why is it important now for that to be our main priority of people in our life or influence versus just Oh, hey, they're just friends. They're they're my school friends. They're my church friends. They're my neighborhood friends. Whatever it is, why should we prioritize that biblical community over any other friend group?
2: I mean, because if you're not prioritizing, you're kind of just being a part time Christian at that point. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you, uh, I mean, can you repeat the question so I can make sure I answer this correctly?
0: So, why should we prioritize a biblical community over just a normal friend group?
2: Yeah. So, you want to, you know, if you want to base your life off of, you know, God's plan and what he has set out for you, you have to make that sacrifice to not live within the world, the concept of the world. So if you know that the people that you're with aren't quote unquote believers or Christians, you know, or, you know, common day Christians, and there may be as well part time Christians or maybe not even Christians at all, that should not be somebody that you're surrounding yourself with. You know, when I was speaking with Jeremy, he talks a lot about how he limits his temptations by, you know, basically not even allowing his temptations to become in front of you. It's almost like your cell phone. If you never allow that temptation to be in front of you, you're probably not going to be inclined for that temptation, And yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like that makes sense for prioritizing. If you're prioritizing God, you're not going to want, Sin and other world factors to come in between that relationship. So, of course, you should surround yourself with other people who have those same values. So that way, therefore, it should be easier for you to live your life since, therefore, that temptation isn't there.
0: Okay. That's what I think. A little something,
1: something. I think that the world is very lonely. And yeah. I think, I mean, we all know that, like, the world. You're seeking all these like desires and pleasures and feelings and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. every worldly relationship I've had, it is just at some level you're empty after yep. hanging out with them. It's not, you're not being spiritually fed. And so mm-hmm. you just, it might be fun. and might be like joyful and all this stuff. You might have a great time, but I think at some level you're still feeling empty and not it's not fed. It's like
2: empty calories. Yeah, exactly. Like a bag of potato chips. You you are eating. Well, I was
1: going to say celery, but I guess eating celery. You need
2: like some protein. You need like a. Mm. You need a chicken sandwich, but you just ate a bag of potato chips, and you like you know. The first bag of potato chips held me over. that was really good. I like like it, but then I gained Mm. twenty pounds last week, and I'm like, what happened? You feel me?
0: That is a good point because I I read a stat that uh we are we're lonely we're the most lonely generation. Compared to everybody, you know, before it's so all the old people, God bless right. them. But yeah, we are the most lonely so generation.
2: The internet. I won't say cell phones. I'll say the internet because people have cell phones. It's just like, well, I say smartphones. Smartphones specifically. Social media, I
1: think. But that's what I'm
2: saying, like smartphones. Because like you could long. always get your little Slack on out and be like, oh, I'm gonna text the gang real quick. But like, yeah. You, with a smartphone, you could do a thousand kill things. Kill a lot more. of yeah. time with it. If I wanna, you know what I'm saying? If I wanna order a job
0: off the internet. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm rare. But now, so it's uh, we are the most lonely generation, but if you look, everybody with their problems, they're always searching for community in some type of way. Or if it's at like college, I'm trying to find a friend group. I'm I'm lonely, so I want to find this friend group, but I'm having to sacrifice some of my morals to fill that void of community. I'm going to have to go drink this, go to this party, smoke this, say these words, post it, whatever it is, or just in life, like in, in the workforce, in a work area, or in your neighborhood, whatever it is. You're searching for some type of voided community, but where you fill that from that void is it going to be a biblical community? Are you going to, have to sacrifice some things to fill that voided community uh, with you know hanging out with the wrong group of friends may not be the best thing for you? Yeah. Um, but we're always searching to fill that void of community, which is why it's yeah. important to prioritize finding it in a biblical way.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I just you know, I just approach it like real world because I mean, I lived a lot. You know what I'm saying? I lived a lot of that life um, that people don't want to talk about. I basically lived all of it and seen it. And so I know how important community is because I see like what they do to people. It's real crazy what people will do just for some attention. Yeah, or you know even
1: like you know like the whole thing like if
2: your acceptance. friend jumped off a cliff, what'd you exactly. Do some people a jump. On yeah. cliff. Depends on the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> on the
1: two foot cliff, man. jumping
2: off that.
0: Peace out. Peace, love, and happiness. You're Biblical right? community. It's good for. Y'all
2: saying.